Daniel Hilly, a bit of work to do if he wants his top-tier European tour card. The Wellington Pro golfer has slipped out of the top 20 projected rankings after a 4-over 75-second round. He's 2-over at the Challenge Tour finale in Mallorca. No cut, though, so plenty of time to claw his way back. Jay Carter is a professional golf coach and former top player himself. He runs the Club Room Academy out of Tauranga, helping all types of golfers achieve their goals using an holistic approach to long-term development. And he's worked extensively with Daniel Hillier, who joins us now. How are you, Jay? Very well, thank you, Jason. When did, me. Well, oh, good to have you on the show, Jay. When did you first become aware of Daniel Hillier as a golfer? Uh, probably when he was about 15, and he made uh, sort of our national junior teams and travelled a little bit with him probably since then. But yeah, 15, I reckon he would have been. And what's been the nature of your involvement with him in the time since? Uh, so part of my role with Golf New Zealand has been supporting, I guess, all the players who are in our academy, whichever way um, they see fit. So a lot of guys have their own um, swing coach or primary coach. And Kevin Smith's done a lot with Dan um, over the years. And so I just sort of see if I can fit in and help wherever is required. So that can be anything, mate, from tactical stuff to, um, to it can be swing stuff and, and work on different parts of the game. But yeah, known Dan for a number of years and seen some um, pretty cool change, but he was always going to be, he always had that look about him. Yeah, I just wanted to drill down into that. You, you, you must see hundreds of young golfers coming through and looking to make it in the game. What sets someone like Daniel Hillier apart? Uh, good question. I think part of that is, uh, I think there's a whole lot of things. Like in, you know, I guess it depends a, a bit, but you think of his family, I always think of his family and, and the upbringing that he's had. Um, Nigel and Karen, you know, like amazing, real supportive parents. Um, so, and I think you can't understate that and the influence that has. He played a lot of sports growing up. He was good at everything he played, like he was a good footballer, he was a good cricketer. Um, and so he's got a lot of natural motor skills. But I think his biggest asset is he's a really good learner. And so he will, he will listen really well. He'll take information on, and, but he won't always, he won't just do it because you've asked him to or, you know, you've suggested it, he'll think about it himself and he'll put it through his own filter and then he'll take what he likes out of that. And that's pretty unique for a young man. Often you'll have young players are either just closed and they don't want to change anything or they'll do it to tick a box and to keep you happy and and don't really buy in. Whereas Dan will go, oh, yeah, I'll use some of that. This is what I like about what you said. Um, And here's how I'm going to add it to what I currently do. So I think that's his biggest asset, apart from his obvious skill, like he's highly skilled. As time has gone on, have you found yourself working more with him on mental stuff rather than, than physical swing stuff, for example? Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and for that same thing, just learning and, and doing things his way. He has a great saying where uh, if we if we present something to him, whether it be course management strategy or um, a way to do something, he always has a saying: "It's a it's a tool, not a rule." Um, meaning you you know he'll use it as a tool, but it, nothing's an absolute for him. So over the years, we've had a few conversations since he's been away, um, and it's as you could see from that interview when he won uh, two weeks ago or last week. You know the emotional burden that I reckon this year's had on him, and that would be consistent, I think, with most probably athletes at the moment. But it showed you that the golf was the easy part. And when you talk to other golfers who are doing what Dan's doing, they often say the golf's the easy bit. It's the um, 
you know, it's everything around it that just makes it makes it so taxing. And I think, yeah, the, Dan's emotional interview, I think, sort of showed that. So how do you go about alleviating that? How do you go about, about you know, fixing that? In fact, that's the wrong word. That's the wrong word. How do you go about helping them cope with what's going on outside the game of golf? Yeah, um, good question. I mean, he's got Shiv there at the moment as partner, which is which will have been awesome. And, and that was sort of a bit of a by chance thing. She went over when he made the, the Open. So that's cool. Um, <clears throat> Dan's always been really good at separating golf from... Um, from, you know, once he's finished, once he's off the course, he does his work, and then he likes to just relax and chill out. But when you're surround, when you're living in bubbles and golfing bubbles and traveling the world, that makes it harder. So he's got he tries to work pretty hard on other stuff. Like he's I don't know if he's got it with him this time, but often takes a guitar away and um, jumps on video games. But anything you can do, and then I think from the emotional point of view and the mental point of view, um, I think just for Dan, gratitude is a really big part of. Um, keeping it real for him and just being really grateful that he, um, you know, he's aware of the opportunities that he's got at the moment um, and just obviously reminds himself of, of that from time to time. Jay, can we talk about his golf, um, you know, his golf game? Where have you seen the big improvements? Has his putting improved? Is he better off the tee? His approach shots? Where, where have the big improvements come? Um, off the tee, he's outstanding, but it, <clears throat> he's, he's always been pretty good. Uh, he's re- He's fast. He's got uh, he's really quick. He's strong, uh, but I reckon the biggest improvement would be his putting. I was—he's always had that ability. Like I see, you know, he didn't play. He didn't play so well overnight last night. But looking at a scorecard, a couple of double bogeys sort of late in the round, which will do a couple of things. It'll fire him up, um, and often that's just one or two. Um, so uh, often, not, I haven't don't know what he's done on those holes, but often can be just silly mistakes, which are relatively easy to rectify. Um, but tactically, so I think putting's been a massive improvement for him. And then I think tactically is uh, an area where he's improving, um, but probably could still, um, he's probably still a, a little bit to go. He's like, I think, if you liken him to other sports people, like if you imagine Dan Carter, you know, some, with those skilled players have so many options to them. Like Mark Richardson playing cricket, right? No disrespect to him, he was a great batsman, but he kind of had two options. In some ways, that can be easier because you don't get this, um, you know, these decisions that are you've got to make, you know, choose between 50 things. Dan's the highly skilled athlete, and sometimes that works against him because he has got plenty of options. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, like a, a player like me, I've got one, if that, things in my toolbox. So it's never too difficult for me, but I get exactly what you mean yeah. with, a, with a dozen different possibilities, all of which could uh, could bring an outcome of success and having to pick the right one. Is that is that yeah. kind of what you're saying? Yeah, 100%. And he's good at all of them. You know, like he could pull all of those shots off, but if but I think under pressure that can become a bit of a uh, Achilles heel because you spend so much of your energy thinking about that stuff. Um, but... You know, like you don't have the clarity. Whereas you got one shot, it's pretty. You got a lot of clarity in what you're doing. So I think that's probably he's he's made massive strides tactically, and with his putting. But I think tactically, he's probably still got a little bit of growing to do. If he does manage to get a European Tour card, how significant would that be for him? Oh, mate, it'll be massive. Because um, <clears throat> the difference in golf standard, often from those secondary tours, isn't it? Isn't a massive um, difference in. Uh, performance ability, but they're playing for a significantly different prize money than. Um, oh, sorry, that was quite loud. Um, so it'll be massive for him. 
But and I reckon credit to him for taking the punt this year and getting over there and taking the risk with it, because that would have taken some courage to get across there. And if he can get that, even if look, even if he makes his challenge to a cut, he'll get on the European tour um, at some stage. Um, I would love it to be next year. It will just open up a new world of possibilities, and I reckon we'll see him on leaderboards. He could be one of the best players I think we've ever seen in terms of a male game. He'll be hard pressed to beat Lydia's record, but in terms of the male game in New Zealand. Oh, you've provided wonderful insight for us, Jay. Thanks you. Thank you so much for taking the time. How are you following, mate? Because I don't think there's any sort of streaming. Are you just kind of refreshing hole by hole if you if you're staying up through the night? Are you getting a, getting forty winks in between holes? What are you doing? Literally just that, mate. Pulling the, um, pulling the, yeah, refreshing the screen. And it, you forget how long it takes to play a hole when you're watching it online. Because you think, oh, I should have updated it by now. But you forget, you know, it's 15, 20 minutes to play a hole. So, Jay, thanks so much for joining us, mate. As I say, tremendous insight for our audience. Uh, and let's hope we hear, hear and see much more of Daniel Hillier in the, uh, in the weeks, months and years ahead. I'm sure we will. Thanks, Jason.